Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in for Paying for Attention, a podcast dedicated towards providing solutions to your deepest and heaviest questions regarding paid media marketing. My name is Daniel Danneberg, a creative manager here at Megathos, and we are also with our host, Keegan Brown, as well as with our co-host, Andrew Hollington. And today, we are going to be talking about something a little, a little bit controversial, and that is why automated bidding sucks for e-commerce. So, let's go ahead and get started. today a little bit controversial i would say right would you say it's controversial we are talking about why automated bidding sucks for e-commerce boys why does it suck yeah i mean it's it's definitely a controversial topic because for the for the main reason being that google pushes it and and i'll tell you why google pushes it and it's something most agencies know, but most of you out there, general audience, might not know, right? So Google, you might be surprised by this. Google <laughs> Google is, 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 is paid by their advertisers to spend money on their Google Ads platform. No. Whoa. Big shocker. <laughs> what, Google's pushy? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So big shocker out of the way. That being said... That's what exactly what automated bidding does. It gives yeah. the control back to Google. And that's why generally I would say the fundamental reason that we do not like it as an agency because we do not like to waste our clients' ad spend. Keegan? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, you know, Google knows that their automating bidding strategies aren't perfect. And uh, if you test them, which we recommend you do, and we'll get to that, um, you'll see some very, very high cost per clicks that really just don't make sense and you end up wasting some money. And they make a lot of money off of it. And if you uh, have been running an account, you've probably heard from their uh, account reps giving you a call, emailing you, pushing you to set up these automated bidding strategies and other recommendations that um, we typically try to uh, at least take with a grain of salt. And uh, so, yeah, let's get right into the, the reasons why we should not be using them. Whoa, 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 wait. Before we do that, though, why? Why are they so pushy with this? Is it just a moneymaker type thing? Well, I think, I think it's one moneymaker. But also, as we all know, as analysts, for their automating bidding strategies to work, it's AI. And so they need data to be able to perfect it. So... We're basically just a testing ground for them right now. All of your campaigns that are using it is just an experiment so that they can learn, which I guess is maybe you're sacrificing your budget for the greater good of the future of automated bidding. Maybe. Oh, nice way to put it. <laughs> but, this sucks, but, but okay. But Google pushes <laughs> it because they need that data. So uh, the more advertisers, the more campaigns, the more industries that are putting their keywords out there and, and using automated bidding strategies um, – Google is is uh, getting getting data from that to actually uh, improve their their algorithms. Shame, shameless plug here: we don't typically do this on paying for attention, but if 
you have a Google rep reaching out to you and <laughs> and they're recommending these things, just call us. We, <laughs> we will give you a free audit and tell you what to do. Like it's it, it's yeah. it's typically not the right recommendation. I'll tell you that nine times out of ten, yep. um, we can do it better. And 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 that's a shameless plug, but it's it's for sure true. Yeah. And save you some money. It sounds like too, right? Yeah. All right. Getting into it. Let's dive right in. Okay. Why? Tell me why. Um, first thing is is that the, the, the most common mistake that we see is is uh, you know advertisers that um, don't have enough conversion data uh, for the algorithm to work uh, for their for those automated bidding strategies to work. You need a lot of conversions within a campaign within a certain time period for them to actually perform for you. Google recommends, I think it's about 30 per 30 conversions per month uh, per campaign. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, but I like to think at least 50 per per month per campaign for it to really work the way it should. Um, and and I just from our experience auditing, as Andrew mentioned, we audit accounts. We've audited several hundred over the last three years that a lot of clients are, are a lot of uh, our clients and a lot of uh, prospects that come in the door don't have that many conversions per campaign to be running this effectively so it's definitely something that we need to get resolved and, and switch back to manual that's a, that's a really good point and uh, honestly on the volume point I think they actually lowered it to 15 conversions in 30 days and that's just not enough data that's just that the AI is in mass numbers, right? If you're spending 300k a month, you're gonna have data. Sure. Yeah. Most most of you are probably not spending that much. So, it's it's just it's just crazy to think that Google's AI has enough data for you to work with, really, right? So, yeah, it's it's a it's it's definitely a volume issue at its core. That's interesting. So they're the conversion lowered. Are they pushing this harder to get more data? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and maybe they're backing it up with that because they've had several years now of running these um, kind of um, uh, across the board with a lot of advertisers that they have enough data now that you only need 15. Just in our experience from our testing, first of all, that we try to test because we, we're open to testing pretty much everything, mm -hmm. but also a lot of um, advertisers who come to us and we actually look at the history and um, it's just, yeah, it just doesn't work with, with a low volume of, of conversions within a campaign. That's interesting. So they're definitely pushing for, for more to get some uh, more money in the door to get that more data. Last <laughs> yeah. summer, I was checked, you know, their headquarters are pretty large in size, <laughs> so I don't understand what they're hurting for, but that's all right. Hey, we, we rely on Google for uh, what we do here, and we, we love them. We do. To a point. <laughs> um, but no, I, I want to get into the I want to get into the next reason that we do not recommend uh, automated bidding for e-commerce, and that is seasonality and fluctuations in yeah. volume. So we we talked about volume; it really relates to that. In that, you're coming up. You're an e-commerce company, right? You're selling products. We know your big season is definitely Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas, New Year's, right? That's that's your, that's where you're gonna get. I don't know some some of you up to eighty percent of your revenue. Yeah. Honestly, mm -hmm. honestly. So, um, when when you look at that, you have a ton of data to work with. 
they, they may work pretty well at that time, to be yeah. honest. However, you come off those sales periods, you're, you're going to be lacking data. And, and what we see is, is an in, incredible trend, really. Um, I wish we could show you a graph, but it's, it's crazy. So what, what happens is that Google will look for those conversions that you just had, not knowing they don't, the computers don't know it's a, it's a holiday season. The computers don't know your, it's your best time of your year. Coming off those holiday periods, they're going to be looking for those conversions and they're actually going to be bidding up coming off into your slow season. So what we see is CPCs actually increase yep. out of your slow season and and that's when you're less profitable, right? So CPCs need to be going down and they actually go up. And that's when we see a lot of advertisers struggle and freak out that their ROAS dropped, I don't know, 50% month over month from from December to January. Yeah, and and that's exactly right. And 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 we see this time and time again is um, conversion rates are high during your, your your high season, whether you're running a promo in the summer or as Andrew mentioned, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And your conversion rates are high, so your return ad spend's great, your net revenue is great. And what happens is is Google picks up that trend. It doesn't realize that conversion rates are about to drop on the day after Cyber Monday on Tuesday. And as soon as it does, Google starts chasing conversions and paying a premium for that. And we've seen uh, cost per click jump from you know $2 to $8 in a matter of six days after a promo. And that is uh, significantly decreasing your return ad spend and your net revenue on top of conversion rates also being lower because they could get it half off yesterday and today it's full price. People yeah. aren't gonna buy. Yeah, that's a big decrease in a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and what ends up happening is then the algorithm is confused. Yep. It doesn't know what to do, and it takes several weeks to get back on track. And a lot of e-commerce stores don't have the additional funds or want to pay yeah. for two, three weeks of Google getting its you know bidding back together when yeah. if you just set up things manually, you can control that better. Some big risks. Yeah. I, I I think that's a huge huge point is that it's I, I I brought in the example of holiday season as the big one. That's not it really. It's 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 any any time you have a high season. Uh, I one of one of my favorite e-commerce clients it, that we have, we actually do a, an audit on a quarterly basis, and yep. their high season is back to school season, which is random, middle of the summer, July August. You know, uh, w what we saw is that, you know, as back to school season dies down, it, it I, I'm glad that Keegan pointed it out. It, it takes Google's AI several weeks to, to catch mm -hmm. up, and, and you don't have that time as an advertiser. You don't have that time. Google's going to continue your spend. If you don't manage your daily budgets well, you're going to be spending that high season money, say 50K in your high season, when it's worth it, yeah. that makes sense. 400% return on ad spend, awesome. If that's your goal, that's great. In coming off your high season, Google's going to continue to spending that fifty that fifty k budget that you had in your high season, mm -hmm. and and you may not be able to afford that at that point. Coming off your high season when your conversion rates are dipping, maybe you had a all site wide sale during your high season, and you come off that. Google's not going to realize that you're yeah. coming off your site wide sale. That's an, that's another key one that I think we should hit on is is promos. Um, you know, e commerce yeah. e commerce sites you run site wide promos. Google doesn't know that necessarily, yeah. right? Flash sales, holidays, you know, uh, uh, another one of ours just got done with Mother's Day, right? And 
they see a great performance the the first two weeks of May roughly right and then after that if if we don't you know uh, mainly adjust bids and we let Google's automated bidding go on we end up uh, you know taking a hit and and the advertiser takes a hit and never turn that spend net revenue and it's almost a wash when you look at the overall performance when if you would have just made some manual bid adjustments um, you could have a really good month and I, I I really think that's the key point is that you're taking the human ele element out of it with automated bidding yeah. completely and that we we as humans can anticipate those those things. We're coming off a, a Mother's Day sale. Maybe we need to reduce budgets 25, 30%. We can do that. We, yeah. we, we anticipate that and we set rules and we, you know, if we're, if we're coming off a weekend, we, we set rules to reduce budgets. We um, re set rules to reduce bids, right? We, we know we can't pay that much because we're coming off a site-wide Mother's Day sale. Yeah. Yeah, and so it kind of comes down to, it sounds like, do you want a slow robot watching over it, mm -hmm. or do you want a more human, eagle-eye approach? And it just sounds like it just needs that eagle-eye approach. Yeah, and I think that also kind of uh, goes, and one of the other pitfalls of automated bidding strategy mm -hmm. is that if you are either within a brand yourself and you're, and you're managing these keyword bids, or you're at an agency like us, you are relying very heavily on Google to get the job done, which means you don't probably really fully understand the uh, the data and the bidding strategy to get it done yourself, and you're not getting that experience with it, which means that your other optimizations are also probably going to suffer. And if you don't understand that, it's very difficult to explain to a client or to your boss within an organization why return ad's been so low or why you're losing out on net revenue when you're just coming off of you know your your best season so it's just something that you really lose the experience and the uh the analysis um of of being able to you know make make uh bidding yourself so that kind of begs a question i mean all this information you guys have given is just great thus far but would you say that it's typically like a small new business that kind of relies on this type of automated bidding so they have smaller groups, maybe less hands to be able to watch over it? Or is it, do you see it across the board at mid-sized companies, larger companies? It's, I would say it's across the board, and, and I would say for two reasons. One, with small companies, you're right. They don't have a lot of um, uh, time on their hands to be right. able to go in and do this all themselves, which we right. totally mm -hmm. understand. Right? Yeah. Um, however, what happens is that Google gives those people a call daily. And yeah. um, they are much more likely to say, well, Google's recommending I do this. It sounds good. I think you know AI is great. And I don't have the time to do this. I'm going to let them do it. I think that's the first thing. Yep. Um, and that, I think, is the, the biggest problem with small um, e-commerce stores, that they just don't really have the time or, or skill set to be able to do it efficiently. And then with larger e-commerce stores that um, – that are running uh, campaigns and they're you know spending a, a large budget um it does get more complex when you're bidding on several key you know hundreds or thousands of keywords that it it maybe does take you know some automation to some extent to be able to get that done i i i, th I think that's really a really important balance because yeah. a, a lot of e-commerce stores try and manage this themselves mm -hmm. and 
that's the pitfall they fall into is these these Google ad, uh, automation strategies will, will let me save time. Yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a marketing manager at a five million dollar per quarter, you know, selling revenue e-commerce store, mm -hmm. and 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 I, it's this Google Ads is on me. So I might as well take advantage of Google's Google's automated bidding strategies to, to do this for me. I've seen it from, I've seen it from, uh, uh, like I said, a ten million revenue dollar e-commerce store yeah. per quarter, all the way down to a fifty thousand dollar per quarter revenue store. Right. So, yeah. it, it it the pitfall is saving time, but I I don't think the time savings are worth what you get in terms of return on ad spend when you yeah. do it manually, really. Yeah, I agree. This is great. This is great. What are some other bits of information you can share about this, about e-commerce? I think... And why it sucks. <laughs> Not e-commerce. Uh, we love e-commerce. But why automated bidding? Um, I, what else do you think about it? I think that really covers most of it. Andrew, anything that you would add? I just think... Uh, the one last minor point is that it takes the analysis out of it, like like Keegan was was hitting on. But I really I really want to hit on that one last time is that it we we pride ourselves as analysts here at, mm -hmm. on knowing the data and understanding mm -hmm. the data and being able to analyze it and do what with it what we see fit based on historical data. And Google takes that all out of your hands. Yeah. And it's almost insulting to us as analysts. <laughs> yeah. Really, when well, you think about it. Well, think about this. I mean, how many times have we seen the analysts at Megathos actually save the client money because they're able to watch it daily? Yeah. Honestly. Yep. yep. Every day. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we see is that I mean, we, we have the resources that you may not have, unfortunately. I mean, it's 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 a it's a key thing, right? Like we we have the resources to watch it daily, and and we we preach daily account checks that mm -hmm. you know we're going in there every yeah. single day. If we see a conversion rate dip, we're going to go in there and make those manual bid adjustments that that Google's automation may not do for you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so true. Um, all right, enough of the shameless plugs for <laughs> Megathos there, but I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, it's all of us. It's all of us patting ourselves on the back there. So takeaways, give me some takeaways. I mean, first, you know, if you're a, a, a smaller e-commerce store, if you need to get something set up quick, you know, overnight, setting up an automated bidding strategy or like even like a smart shopping campaign isn't the end of the world. It's just if you're looking for consistent uh, incremental growth within your your shopping campaigns and your uh, Google Ads campaigns for your e-commerce uh, site, it's not the best way to go. And it's probably going to hurt you more in the long term than it's actually helping you. If you need to get something set up real quick, fine. But in that process of that campaign running, set something up more manual and, and get something done that's going to provide more of a good foundation for you to grow on. I think that's really my main takeaway. Andrew? I, I would I would be remiss if I didn't add this in. It's another con, but <laughs> I just thought of it and, and I would uh, I would hate myself if I didn't put this in. Lay it on us. Is Do that it. is that a common pitfall I see is that if you're an e commerce store in major growth mode you're you're trying to you're trying to grow, you're trying to get to new prospects that may not know your brand. Mm -hmm. What I see Google's automation doing is, hey, uh, 
these people are, are searching your brand name and converting really, really well, mm-hmm. what I see is honestly to, to the point of 85% of your spend is on branded, branded terms. Yeah. And I, it, that's just not a recipe for growth. That's yeah. a recipe for maintaining high ROAS, which your agency may be doing and may be taking credit for. And I just, I, I, I just don't like that at all. I think growth comes from non-brand and challenging yourself to find the the optimization opportunities within non-brand that, um, you know, uh, like I said, your, your agency may not be doing, you may not be seeing yourself, you may be spending 85% of your budget on brand without knowing. And that's just not a recipe for growth. Um, that is a huge common pitfall of automated bidding strategies. That's not a takeaway, it's another pitfall, <laughs> but I, I, I just had to throw it in there. And and maybe another another topic for another podcast for e-commerce sites, but if if you're only looking at return ad spend as a metric, um, that's probably what's gonna happen is your marketing manager who is ever, or your agency, whoever's running those ads is going to be incentivized by return ad spend targets, which is very easy just to lean on brand. But if you're looking at net revenue and net revenue growth, that is where I think Andrew's point really uh, you know, goes in is, is looking at new prospects, new sales, new customers, and actual net revenue growth. So your, your actual revenue after all of your ad spend, if that's growing, then you're in a good spot. Back to key takeaways. I think the last, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Back around. The, the, yeah. the last, the last thing I would say is it can never hurt to test. Yep. I, I don't yeah. want to discourage testing anything. We are we are very pro-testing. Uh, that's how you see improvements in your account mm-hmm. is testing different things. And automated bidding strategies are a perfect piece to test. So it, it is a testing opportunity. I just would say be reluctant on relying on automated bidding to as right. as your as your cornerstone strategy in your, in your account. Yeah. Do not fall into the pitfalls of saving time, uh, increasing ROAS when it might just be branded. You yeah. know, like everything we hit on, be reluctant on that, and but use it as a testing strategy, campaign by campaign basis, and yep. and it'll never hurt you. Yep, that's awesome. All great information. All great information about automated bidding. Uh, Keegan, Andrew, thank you guys, and audience, thank you for tuning in. We hope that you learned something. And we look forward to seeing you next time.